0: Guys, hi! It's 2024. Hi. Oh, 2024, oh no! And we're we're still here. It's the worst. You never envisioned this. <laughs> um, you, you hate it, and still it's still kicking it's it. Okay, you know what, Josh? I don't have a clever bit for this intro mm. to the, mm. the 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 breakdown. Way um, to start
1: off the year right.
0: Yeah, it's. I, I think all of our cleverness is sort of like just like draining out um, we left it
1: in we left it
0: year. behind last year if uh-huh. that's you know it's whether or not we even had it last year is kind of a question mm-hmm. um that, oh no it, we
1: definitely did but it's it's there we didn't bring it with
0: no us. we didn't bring it for it uh-huh. it's like uh-huh. it's like uh I, I saw i refuse to acknowledge my lack of wit okay <laughs> uh well <laughs> uh i was like uh are you calling yourself a, a lackwit? um Oh, I, I, you know, that, that lack of wit kind of thing anyways <laughs> it's it, it made me laugh a little bit um Good. but i w- I was just thinking i saw a meme not too long hmm. ago and it was kind of yes. a joke meme those are fun it, it was a little spicy and it said uh mm. don't forget to take a poop and it, they used a, a, a different word uh mm-hmm. in 2023 before midnight um on december 31st twenty three you don't want to be carrying that crap in the next year oh yeah and yeah, i yeah, thought I that, that was i was like I, I like that. I like that. That, <laughs> that amused. I'm amused. I, I do enjoy the odd poop joke. <laughs> uh, I like scatological humor. Yeah. Thank you. Um, exactly. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> wow. And with that. <laughs> and with that, let's jump right into 2024. You know, and oh, yeah. and I, I do have a little bit of a rhyme that I kind of penned down, and it made me chuckle. Oh. And it's terrible. It's terrible. But 2023 was pretty good to me. But I'm curious as to what's in store for 2024. Mm. And it's, it's horrible. Know.
1: You know what, Nate? I am going to use that last line as the title of my GG list for games that I want to beat down in 2024. In I was trying 20, to think, 24? yes, what's okay. in store for 2024? Because I was trying to think of a good name. Because I really liked last year's name. It was 2023 and me. Mm-hmm. You know, 23 and me, is that... Is that uh, Service where you it's can the, figure out where you The genealogy from. stuff. Yes, genealogy. Yeah, yeah. So I was racking my brain for something in 2024, and nothing came. So that that is perfect. I'm going to steal that, and that is going to be the title of my list. Okay,
0: What's okay. That's for 2024. That's interesting. Um, I, I'm glad. I I thought that was like pretty like low hanging fruit, but uh, yeah, you know, hey, brain we, no we, worky. And, 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 <laughs> uh, and, and again, this whole like you know whether or not there's any wit to be found. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is uh, that question comes up again and again and again every time we open it our mouths? To be pretty seen. Much, <laughs> remains to be seen. But Josh, uh, you know, we do we are on sort of a bit of a timer today. Yes, because um, we're we're not recording in the dead of night, which is mm-hmm. unusual for us. It's it's That's pleasant. Mm-hmm. It's pleasant. It's it's nice. You know, we're both awake. Yeah. Um, you know, I am not caffeinated to the point. I mean, I am fairly caffeinated, but I'm not mm. just absolutely gutted caffeinated Mm -hmm. um yeah but you know josh here's a question that i like to ask you or rather sing to you or uh, Mm -hmm. you know it's not even a question it's more of a statement that demands a response though and Mm -hmm. so my friend it's been an undisclosed amount of time since i talked to you dude it has been a little bit since we last hopped on the mics together that's true and
1: i haven't talked to you since last year uh, it came out it
0: had to. I Sorry. there's there's here. this um yeah. this sketch uh group mm-hmm. that I watch that I will not mention the name um okay. cuz they're a little spicy. Um mm-hmm. and I just mm-hmm. I am not sure that That's I would recommend. Put it. I, I I I would not share the, like you know and yes. obviously people can reach out and they can ask me and I might tell you and I might not. Um cuz I'm fickle like that. Um mm but they they recently went on tour and one of their their skits was uh, uh, the guy who loves the end of the year like okay and yeah, yeah. and it was this thing oh, where it's like you know he's got these different work interactions and people are like mm-hmm. well, I'll see you on Tuesday and he's like I'll see you next year
1: mm-hmm. and they
0: like he looks all <laughs> clever and like he <laughs> kind of like very self-satisfied puts on his shades <laughs> Yeah. And it's, uh, and of course, you know, the other person is, yeah, the other person is a little like, um, uncomfortable because they don't get the interaction. And then when they finally do, it's that, oh, uh, yeah, oh, oh, I see what you (laughs) did there. They're very disappointed. But, um, yeah, it has been an undisclosed amount of time since we talked. That's true. Uh, So, my friend, uh, nothing major has happened in the last, uh, Undisclosed amount of time. No, not really. Not really. Nothing big. A few few major holidays, major U.S.
1: holidays, um, which, you know, like the Book of Romans talks about, whether you celebrate it or not, that's totally fine. It's not up to me. It's up to you and your conscience before the Lord. Um, But uh, they have been holidays that we've celebrated. And my birthday is another holiday that, uh, that we celebrated, at least as a family. Mm. Um, so we did some some fun stuff my daughter actually got her ears pierced on my birthday which is kind of a funny story the way that it worked out we tried to do that in the past before uh back in austin and it just never worked out for some reason maybe it was too close to COVID or something i don't know it's penny or jersey whatever y- yes did i say penny I meant you, Josie. You,
0: didn't mean, you said okay, my daughter.
1: I just said my daughter. You didn't specify. Yes, yes it was Josie. It was not, it was not Penny. Um, we haven't gotten that done yet. So anyways, we were, we were just at the mall after watching a movie, which I'll talk about in the report because mm-hmm. I did see a movie. Um, unfortunately, it was not the beloved Godzilla Minus One. There aren't very many showings of that here. Uh, it was a different one, which, again, I will talk about later. But what I wanted to bring up was you talked about not necessarily being as caffeinated as you had been. I just throw out there that for my birthday, my wife got me a, I will say, inexpensive little espresso machine. And mm-hmm. so I've been having fun with that. I worked at a coffee shop right out of high school um, and had some. So, fun what you're there. saying is
0: you are very caffeinated. All uh, the time
1: somewhat. I mean, only two double shots this morning. So, it's like two, it's a few cups of coffee. Because um, mm-hmm. although espresso does have more caffeine than coffee by volume you're re- You're not getting as much volume of mm-hmm. coffee, so it's not like it's not as crazy uh, as as you know people make it out to be, at least not for someone who drinks a lot of coffee in general mm-hmm. um, I do limit myself I don't drink any coffee in the afternoon I only drink it in the morning, but I do tend to drink a lot of coffee so it's it's more it's more normal consumption, but it has been a lot of fun to play with that espresso machine It's been a good time, and then of mm-hmm. course, Christmas happened, of course New year's was last night, so uh, I'm strangely not super tired. I I fell asleep and woke up a number of times while uh, the kids and 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 Samantha and I have been uh, well stayed up till midnight. It was fun. We watched the new Chicken Run movie on Netflix, which was just okay. I love the first one. Um, this one's just okay. And then we w- started watching The Secret of Nim. So that was fun. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched that one in quite a while. So uh, anyways, yeah, no, it's I've I've been good. The only downside is that Samantha has been under the weather. She's gotten some sort of flu, which luckily has not passed on to anyone else in the family, which is nice. Um, but for Christmas, her cousin came in town, which was awesome. I surprised her with that. I was actually really surprised that she was surprised because I'm a horrible liar, but I was able to keep up the that's facade. A, that's
0: a good problem to have, friend, mm-hmm. being about yeah.
1: Liar. Yeah, you know, I'm not yeah, it is it is what it is. It just makes, you know, practical jokes and things very difficult because I I can't I break character. Um That's okay because practical but, jokes are lame. <laughs> Cuz they suck. They're the um, worst. <laughs> but so that that was that was a lot of fun having her in town. Unfortunately, Sam got sick, so she was mm-hmm. in and out of bed, you know, sporadically and still kind of feeling it. It's still holding on, which is annoying. But that has generally been my uh, past few weeks, Nate, how how have you been doing?
0: Uh you know we're pretty good over here. Uh, we had mm-hmm. a pretty uh, enjoyable Christmas uh, as well. Um, it was just kind of like you know we do Christmas Eve with Megan's family, and mm-hmm. that was nice. It, the house gets a little full, um, and which is it, which is cool. Um, nice, you know. Uh, yeah. So. Well, you know, and it was just like, you know, you get some, some clothing, um, mm-hmm. I got, I did get some cigars, which, uh, Ooh. I, we had a couple nice days. So I did have an opportunity to smoke a couple of them, um, which prompted me to go spend some of my tip money and buy more cigars. Um, and then the weather quickly, nice. immediately turned. Um, oh, <laughs> um but one of the things and we haven't gotten it yet megan did get me is um like a little outside propane space heater kind of thing so okay, that i can okay. sit outside um it's like you, you hook it up to the tank and it just mm-hmm. throws off a bunch of radiant heat um awesome. so she she got me one of those so that i can sit outside sometimes um during the winter because like we've tried I just don't smoke a lot in the in the winter because it's cold out. And yes, we've yes. done like I've smoked in the garage before, and it stinks up the whole house. Yeah, um, and it's just like I, yeah. there's just not a great smoking solution indoors for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple c- cigar lounges. Uh, there's like okay. a smaller one, but he's got like really limited hours, and it's I gotcha. It's gotcha. like one of those things where I keep meaning to stop it. Anyways, um, so I've got some cigars, some clothing. Uh, you know, Megan Megan actually ended up getting me uh, and I don't I don't go in for the Funko Pops a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did get me a uh a very limited edition Nate McKeever one oh one Funko Pop. Um, okay. So that was real. That wasn't that, just a uh an
1: AI generated well, thing.
0: Yeah, and the AI generated thing I did completely unknowing that this was going on in the background. Wow. Okay. Um, i just thought it was funny um so megan got me uh, a custom funko pop of myself holding a book and and a video game controller which is amusing um (laughs) because specifically amusing to me because they put the controller in the wrong hands so that it's upside down so it looks like i'm holding it like jim ryan um (laughs) yeah holding the controller weird um but yeah we're just kind of uh that i got some hey dudes do you know what those are no they're a shoe um but they're they're these kind of like loafers and they're they're really like they're water resistant and all this they're like i guess uh, they're super comfortable i don't know it's like just like stupid comfortable and i'm i'm a sucker for comfortable shoes because Mm. uh because i am yeah Um, well and you're on your
1: feet all day so that makes i am on my feet all day
0: (laughs) yeah and so it's like when i have to wear shoes to like go out i and they and they look nice too like cuz sometimes like you you get like comfortable shoes that look like not great sure like yeah it's like i don't i don't want to wear this thing. <laughs> um so i got those uh and then she ended up getting me some sore credit for the the psn uh so ooh uh, which was which Options. was nice um so yeah it's it was like i said and then we you know we got stuff for the boy and there's mm-hmm. just like the the never ending accumulation of stuff for the kid, mm. um, so it's true, it's true. But <laughs> it yeah, it's ending. just yeah, it's like, dude, there. He he has been in the home for a little over a year, and he already mm. has like more crap
2: than yeah.
0: than I do, probably. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he's grown out of more crap than I own. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That, that as well. Like there's this constant cycling of like giving clothes away and like, uh, oh, I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I yeah. understand why people used to just put babies in dresses because mm-hmm. it's just, you put it in the long dress and it can wear it until it's like old enough to like, you know, but yeah, yeah. anyways, it's, that's a weird <laughs> little side tangent rant. Um, but yeah, so that, yeah, but things have been good. Uh, Sweet. we're, we're out of peak. Um, and I, oh, what nice. I will say okay. is like last week was a little slower. We had a couple mm-hmm. actually really nice days where it's like, I only needed like 20 minutes of help, 30 minutes of help, um, okay. had a day where it was like stupid light and had nothing like Ooh. I, I got done like 20 minutes early. I was like, this is the best. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like, yeah, it is what it is. So we're yeah. just kind of. Just kind of, we're just vibing here yeah. in the McKeever household. It's it's Sweet. like, a, he, he is cutting like molars or something. So he's been like, uh, he has gotten up at like 4 a.m. Yeah. In the last couple of days. And uh, Megan has gotten up with him both times. Um, gotcha. Because I am completely oblivious to anything. <laughs> like, um, I, I imagine she could, yeah, um, she could wake me up. Yeah. She could wake me up. But um yeah, so that's that's how we've been. Um but nice. yeah, moving moving on, because like like I you know, I have to remind myself we are on a bit of a let's a, go. A, a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um let's talk about the things that we've been into in this the most recent period of undisclosed amount of time, you know. Oh, I'll, oh I'll, I'll, are, you, are you talking about the
1: list, of the things that we have the list here that I have to report on?
2: Yes, the, those
1: it's, things it's, that I've been into?
0: It's kind of like It's not really a naughty or nice list. It's more Mm. of a like, just, it's more of a just a nice list where it's just like, we enjoyed these things. That's true. Yeah.
1: We enjoyed these things. Yeah, for the most part.
0: But I I think the list that that we're talking about and that you're sort of uh, referencing is uh, the backlog report. I think it's time for the backlog report. The backlog report. Welcome to the backlog report. Uh,
1: Yeah. I've got some stuff to report on. Do you have some stuff to report on? I do have stuff to
0: report on.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think we start with books, don't we? That's what we—that's what mm-hmm. we've been doing lately, recently. Lately.
0: Yeah, we, we we yeah we can start with something we read, or, okay. been, or been listening to as far as like books, podcasts, kind of stuff.
1: Before I start, because it is the new year, I do just want to uh, let everyone know uh, because I am going to be diving into it. Hopefully, later today, we'll see. Um, that uh, Crossway, the book publisher um they have $3 i think ebooks and audiobooks um I, it says like everything that they have with a little asterisk some books are not so you know most everything that they have digitally whether it's audiobook or ebook is $3 each so go get you some of that um prep for reading this year cuz i'm going to be diving in i know i did last year as well haven't read you know most of the books that i bought but I still want more. Um, so it, it just just a you know quick newsflash for that. Um, because one of the books that I have read was from Crossway. I'll get to that in just a second. The first book that I read um, is called Deep Discipleship by J.T. English. Um, he is a discipleship, well, he was a discipleship pastor at the Village Church and kind of um, uh, created their discipleship program there. Uh, really liked the book. I think it's really going to help me uh, over, you know, the next period of time as as I start to build that out at grace as well. Um, as I am a discipleship pastor here. So, uh, that's, that's going to be awesome. I listened through it in, I think like two days, it's pretty short. Um, but I want to pick up a physical co- either a physical or digital copy so that I can, you know, go back over it, take notes and, and kind of work from there. Cause, uh, cause it's good stuff. So uh, first book was Deep Discipleship by J.T. English. The second one, I think, is a little bit more um, akin, a little bit more attuned to what we do here on this podcast. It is called Digital Liturgies. Uh, This is the one that's put out by Crossway. It's by Samuel D. James. Uh, It's uh, Digital Liturgies, Rediscovering Christian Wisdom in an Online Age. Um this one this book I would slot into the same uh the area the same genre as books like uh 12 ways your phone is affecting you and uh, even a bit of the James K Smith what's that one you are what you love you are what you love yeah it, so it's it's along those lines um talking about what the our digital age so so basically internet phones social media um, some of the things that that does to us and what it teaches us. And it teaches us how to learn in a different way. It teaches us how to basically, I know this is an uncharitable way, basically overload our brains with information and then uh, gives us cravings to, to only take in information that way and not drink mm. deeply. Um, so, But it goes through a number of different things that it teaches us. I would rate, I mean, this is to me a, I loved the book. I think it's kind of like a, it, it would be a five-star book, except that there is not much in the way of um, application, if that makes sense. Like like he does not prescribe. So because these are the things that, it, that you know, that our online world teaches us, therefore we ought to do X, Y, Z. Like here's how we ought to combat it. He's very upfront about like, you can't like just in our world nowadays, you're probably not going to just forego the internet altogether. Like that's not a viable option nowadays for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's but the book, and, and it's, it's the point of the book. It's, this is just my kind of like, uh, I wish it would have gone here, but it doesn't. So it's not that the book is poorly written or anything like that. It's just that I wish there was more in terms of like, hey, here's some next steps to take because of this information. That is left up to you. It's simply, here's this information about the ways that you know, your phone, social media, internet is affecting you. Um, so be mindful of it because also here is some scripture in the ways like particularly the Proverbs in the ways that we ought to think about things in the ways that we ought to, um, yeah, drink deeply of wisdom that is not, uh, uh intuitive is not the way that you learn using the internet. So great yeah. book, highly recommended. Um, even if, you know, there's some stuff in there that I already knew, but, um, it was good. Recom- uh, excuse me good uh rem-
0: reminder that's the word so uh digital liturgies good stuff yeah i i actually while you were t- talking about that added it to uh my reading list uh Boom. sounds pretty interesting like i mean and it's we could it's, totally it's, do an episode on it so, yeah, yeah yeah um <laughs> and it definitely sounds like something that uh, you know would sort of like tap into the like the how should we then play study stuff yes. that i'm doing mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that yeah so, like yeah, those
1: Sounds are the books that I have listened to, uh just to throw it out there because I thought it was kind of fun. I got in the mail another the other day a book that I had completely forgotten. I had like signed a Facebook form to get, so I got an advanced copy of this book by this youtuber that I follow kind of often and on. His name is Ali Abdal um mm-hmm. he just released a book called Feel Good Productivity, and it was just really cool to get a physical book and have a little thing from the publisher saying. Hey, thanks for filling out our form. Here's your free book. Share it on social media
0: after you read it,
1: kind of a thing. So I was like, oh, hey, that's kind of cool. So I'll be yeah. talking about
0: that probably next time, hopefully. I'll and sharing that it on social media after you yes. read
1: it. Yes, yes, good reads. There you
0: go. Yeah. So what, um, what have you been reading? The the only thing that I've been reading, and that that's definitely something that – um I've I've noticed uh we we had a little bit of a conversation in the discord about like reading lists. So one mm-hmm. of the things that I'd like to do today actually uh, cuz we're recording on the 1st uh just Yep. You know, you're, you're getting to see how the sausage gets made, boys and girls. Um delicious delicious sausage. Uh, it actually watching sausage get made uh, <laughs> usually ruins the experience. <laughs> um <laughs> uh but I I'm just listening to the fellowship of the ring and I am at nice. this like point where And I think uh, I'm not the only person who said this. And actually, uh, Mike Nelson from 372 (laughs) Pages Mm -hmm. mentioned this in not in one of the episodes I was listening to, but he said uh, that he really like the thing that's kind of drives him nuts about Tolkien is like Tolkien gets overly descriptive. Not in yeah, a bad sure. like Ernest Kleinian way, where Klein just like has like really toast descriptions. Okay, um, yeah, I was about um, to like, say it's like a, a, a variety, variety of eighties dance moves. Um, which that is not a description. That is not a description. But like Tolkien <laughs> will be like, and they 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 you know they approached the summit, and as they came over the summit, there was a glade below them, you know, and there was an mm-hmm. opening, and the trees you know and there's just this like really robust description description of scenery or something which mm-hmm. has has its charms, but also when he's done it for like the fifth time in mm-hmm. three paragraphs, and it's not to say that Tolkien isn't a master, it's just saying like this is a particular thing that kind of like I'm like, all right, dude like i get it they're walking in mm-hmm. the woods the woods are really pretty like there's like <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. cool story bro um mm-hmm. so the, it's kind of in the midst of some of that um did get past that and like I'm, I'm kind of at the point where they um they just met up with strider and okay. all that so it's like there's i don't know the, Tolkien's just great like yeah um it's just yeah. like the the one foible, like the one like thing that I would have to pick, and it's it's actually it's it's the same way like how I feel about like open world games, like mm-hmm. and the, it's just too big. A yeah. lot of these guys who write these like giant expansive universes, like all the guys who took notes from Tolkien, which makes sense, like Sanderson, mm-hmm. George R. R. Martin, they all just have pages and pages of describing like scenery or a scenario or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. you could boil this down and it'd be a much more compelling read because it's like Mm. it it messes up with the pace it messes the pacing like you're moving 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 stop right here for like 10 minutes while i tell you about like the really pretty view i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't know that that's a strength of of that form Mm -hmm. per se but that's just me the fellowship of the ring is great um you know i'm just like i said the one thing is like i did there's like this kind of like oh are we going to talk about how like the woods are scary again? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but it, yeah, that's really all I've been reading. And like okay. I said, I do want to sit down and cultivate a reading list for this year. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it's like something not for everybody, but for me, it's like, if I don't sit down and actually take the time to sort of flesh something out and build something out like this, um, like a reading list, like I'll just default to just whatever. Whereas if I have a bit of a plan, like I can be like, okay, like I need to, you know, anyways. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly
1: what I was going to say is that it it really helps me because then uh, I can, I can see, you know, if I'm not intentional, then it just, oh, it's not a big deal to me anymore. You know, like we've said in previous podcasts, what gets measured gets managed. Mm -hmm. It's a good measure tool. Yeah. But
0: uh what have you been watching lately, Josh?
1: Watching. Okay. So, uh a couple things. Uh the first one is the movie that I saw with my family because I am a, the best dad ever. Um my 3-year-old daughter's first movie in the movie theater. We went to to go see. So, so a little back or context with this is that she's seen multiple Ghibli movies, Ghibli movies before. Um she really likes Totoro, uh she really likes Ponyo. Um, she actually really likes spirited away, which is weird. Um, because if you've seen that movie, there are some strange images in it as well. Um, the, the kind of a not sort of antagonist thing is, uh, this thing called no face and she just loves no face, which I'm like, Oh, it's kind of creepy, but she loves the thing. So anyways. That's that's the context. She loves Ghibli movies. Uh, there's a Ghibli movie in the movie theater. And Samantha's like, hey, for your birthday, how about we all just go to the movie theater and watch a Ghibli movie? Oh, yeah, that's that sounds great. The day before I, I go to get tickets, I'm like, oh, uh, the boy and the heron is rated PG-13. <laughs> so like, oh, man, is this going to be like Princess Mononoke? Like what's going on here? So, I go to like uh, you know like
0: spirit animals getting their heads completely <laughs> severed,
1: yeah, and and all kinds of like wriggling uh body parts and stuff. Uh, that sounds really weird. I mean, like innards like coming on. but anyways, there was not any of that. However, I did check you know, a parents guide online, and it does say that there is a bit of self- harm in the movie, and it is it is just a bit. Um, and it's not really explained. So it is very much left up to whoever's watching it to understand what's going on. I think there is some deep meaning into that, um, with the, with the main character going through a lot of things just emotionally. And that's how he kind of deals with it, but it's just one scene and it is, it is kind of, it is a lot. It is definitely a lot. Um, but the, the outside of that, yeah, just some strange imagery, uh but i did like the movie we all went to see it as a family all all five of us the kids loved being in the movie theater with a giant you know thing of popcorn and a giant mm-hmm. soda so we had a good time it was a good movie i enjoyed it it is very much like spirited away i think but it is a slower pace something like arietti um if you've seen that ghibli movie so, it, so it's more character driven Um, I'm not sure that I understood all of it. You know, usually with Ghibli movies, there's a lot of kind of Japanese, uh, it just comes from a Japanese worldview. And so I kind of have to dig a little bit to understand it. The movies are often more about theme than they are about plot. Um, Where this one does have plot uh, and it does have a character arc as well, but I think some of it went over my head. But I enjoyed it. Beautiful, um, just Ghibli movies always are. Very pretty movie. Um, So we had a good time. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I I'd, I'd recommend it. Although I I think I need to see it again to to kind of fully understand it. Okay. Um, the outside of that, just just kind of like not not fun is not the right word, but um, I've I've been watching Predator investigations with Chris Hansen. Uh, so he's had a number of different shows. The, to catch a Predator was his first one on MSNBC, and he's done a number of videos or shows like that. And uh, so I've just been watching those. Uh, you see some real depravity. Uh, you see a lot of stupidity. Uh, but the thing about those that, that I enjoy is that you also see at least the very beginnings of justice <laughs> with some of this stuff. You know, it's not just true crime. Oh, and, and this person got away with all these things. No, it's like this is a sting operation and you get what's coming to you kind of a thing. Uh, so uh, whether that's actually healthy to watch or not, I'm not going to say. I'm just simply going to say that I've been watching it. That's all for me
0: okay what you've been uh, watching the only thing that i mean uh, like you know it's weird um because i listen to a lot of last stand media okay. colin moriarty is obsessed with those like predator videos okay okay watching yeah. watching those dudes get busted
2: mm-hmm. and
0: um yeah i'm gonna refrain from like i think there's a, a way that like it it appeals to justice in us mm-hmm. um that can be very satisfying I'm not sure that the, like, I, I'm going to reframe from just like, I think for me in particular, that's like kind of like, Ooh, I, I yeah. don't know. Like there's kind of like, uh, that can cultivate some malice in me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. I, I get which and whether that malice is like just or not is not right. the point. Um, I'm just like, at times I'm like, Oh, should should I? Cause like, yeah, yeah, I, I love watching those dudes sweat. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, It's like, you were going to do something really gross here, pal. And now you're like in the hot seat and it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a weird tangent, but yeah, Yeah. I I get it. Um, I have not been watching those though. Uh, what I have been watching is, um, yeah, (laughs) is, uh, (laughs) this show on netflix it's a netflix anime and like they've been Hmm. kind of like pushing forward with some of that stuff it's called pluto and it's actually a take on an astro boy storyline oh nice Um, like that it's it's based off of a a manga that came out not too long ago where somebody basically kind of entered into the Astro Boy universe from a different angle. So the primary sort of like the main character in a lot of ways is Gazikt, I think is how you would say the name. He's a detective android, um, and he's one of like the seven uh, wonders. Like there are these basically seven androids who are like threats to world peace in some ways. And like Mm -hmm. uh, Adam or Astro Boy is one of them. Like they're these very powerful androids. Um, Gotcha. It's anyways,
1: very, sounds very much
0: like Mega Man as well. Uh, I think Mega Man actually borrows a lot from Astro Boy. If I'm being yeah. honest, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. The, the the more I sort of look at this, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. and it, it's it's a reasonable sort of like formula. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't think. Anyways, but um, it's it's good. Like I I think that's the thing is like when Netflix is like one of those like it, when we talk like there's so much like the rebel moon came out and it's just like kind of a hot mess. Um, but (laughs) like, I think one of the areas that Netflix has done pretty well is I think they've captured some pretty interesting animation, like animated series and, and titles. Mm -hmm. Um, like whether it's necessarily appropriate or not, like Castlevania, not too long ago. Um, that series is pretty highly regarded. um, there's a, another one the 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 dragon prince or whatever um okay. series which is pretty again pretty highly regarded uh so it's it's kind of like one of these things where i have been watching it um and i'm like oh this is it's not it's not like the most compelling thing i've ever seen but it's good mm-hmm. and i yeah. it's it's well done um and it's i I've, I've been enjoying my time with it like you know it's it's a Sweet. it's a cool mini series yeah. uh, but that's really it Cool. Um, cool so nice nice well the last thing
1: we have to report on is of course video games because that's what we're here to talk about as a podcast right video games mm-hmm. um those things well i haven't been playing that many of those things lately uh but one thing i did actually play through and finish with my son is halo 2 uh we've had a good time with that i did uh mention that on the the bite sized. that's right that was that was v- a very fun uh bite size to make but We've been playing through Halo 2. We did finish it the other night, which unfortunately the in the the master collection that I have, like it was very a abru- it was a very abrupt ending, like it showed all the cutscenes, but it didn't show anything else and it just went to a loading screen and it froze up. So I'm like, is that really the end? So we played through the last level again and it did the same thing. So we're like, "Oh, okay." But then you you go back and you go forward and, and it does show that all the missions were completed. So anyways, doesn't matter. We finished Halo 2, had a good mm. time with it. I, I, I was able, and I know Paul made fun of me for this in the Discord, and that's totally fine. You can do that. I was able to uh, uh, resist temptation, and I have not played Super Mario Wonder or uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus at all. And now it's the new year. And so now those games are on my backlog. And so mm-hmm. uh, I can actually, I don't take points for playing them this year. So I will be starting those up with my kids. Uh, they they have started them on their own, but they've also asked me, hey, can you play with me? And I'm like, oh, let's just wait until the new year. I, I'm focusing on these other games for right now. Um, so, you know, whether that's healthy or whatever, th- go ahead, make fun of me. That's fine. But I haven't played them. So my final score for the year. My beatdown score is a negative sixteen, which I'm very happy with because um at the start of the year I said if I get negative 10, I will be happy. And and negative sixteen is pretty good,
0: I think. Yeah. So yeah. that's and I, I know, I know on the outline here I have um sort of like us uh, sort of going down through the the just the beatdown and sort of our acquisitions and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you want to just like can we just roll that into here? I, I know Let's this is it. a bit on the fly. Let's do so, it. So where did like how did the, your year end up looking? Why don't you talk about like the stuff that you actually picked up and then we'll talk about the stuff that you you played through. And it, we can just run down through that list if you're okay with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah, I'll I'll start with the the purchases here for 2023. So, I kept it down to 8 games this year. One of which it looks like is a collection. Um I purchased the Ace Attorney uh Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney trilogy. Um, okay. which I actually... No, no, I don't think I had ever gotten that on the 3DS. I think I did finally purchase on 3DS because it was so cheap. Um, I, I got Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Okay, heard great things about this. I'm stoked mm. to play it next year. And that that's something about this list too is, is last year, I only wanted to purchase games that I knew I was going to play over the next year. Like, I don't want these just to be, hey, random backlog games. Like, no, I want to be playing these soon. And so that really helped me limit my purchases. So uh, Ace Attorney Trilogy, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Octopath Traveler 2, okay? I had two. Octopath Traveler is one of my favorite games of all time. Two, I've heard actually improves on a lot of things. So super stoked to jump into that. Um, I did pick up uh, Sakuna. Sakuna? I don't know how to pronounce of that. Rice but of Rice and Ruin. yes, mm-hmm. because there was like the special edition that was on sale. So I did pick that up with an art book and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm interested in it. I've heard it's just okay in terms of gameplay, but that art style is really good and it came with an art book. And so, yeah, I came. I've I got it.
0: played it off and on a few times and it's okay. like, it's enjoyable. It's one that I've, I've definitely been meaning to just sit down with and kind of like romp, run through at some point in time. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's what I've heard. Uh, the next one up. Okay. It was tears of the kingdom. Come on. I, I, I bought it. I played it. I finished it. Uh, great game, great game. And we'll talk about that more. You know, it's, it's, a, uh, it's, uh, it, it definitely made uh the top of, of some lists. I'll say that. And then there were the the final well, actually, no, before the those final two Christmas games um I did pick up because it was on just like a crazy sale, like twelve bucks. And I'm a sucker for Super Nintendo games Pocky and Rocky Reshrined. So this is a Super Nintendo game. It's it's sort of like the it's it's like those Natsume games that have like mm-hmm. Super Nintendo games that have been put in widescreen and now they're re-released and they're really hard games. Um I have the same thing and I and I had finished it for what is it? Sunset Riders? No, I'm getting that confused with a different one. It's not Sunset Riders. It's, it, but it's, it's those types of games. They did it for Ninja Warriors as well. Um, just, just like smaller Super Nintendo games that were a bit more niche, Natsume games that were re-released, upscaled. They've got a few features that were added as well. And I think I paid like 12 bucks on Amazon for this thing. So I picked it up and I will be playing through it this year. Um, That's the plan at least. And then finally, Pokemon Legends Arceus and Super Mario Wonder. Those are my pickups for the year. Nine games, uh, or excuse me, that's only eight games um, unless you count the trilogy as Ace Attorney as as a few more games there. So so that's what I I picked up. And again, those are games that I want to be playing this year. Mm -hmm. In terms of games that I've finished, I finished 20 games that were on my list. The first of which was a carryover from 2022. I finished Etrian Odyssey 2. Uh, the Fafner Knight or Et- Etrian Odyssey 2 untold the Fafner Knight because you can't get a longer name than that. Um, the the Oh, this one was really a completion. I had already finished the Persona dancing games, but I did complete uh, the final. I did complete Persona 4 uh, dancing. I hadn't yet completed that one, so that one did give me a negative point for getting all the trophies for that one. Uh, if you remember early on in the year, I played Mom Hid My Game on Nintendo Switch And that was a fun little puzzle game. Uh, I I did enjoy that for what it was. I finished uh, Ease Ease the Oath in Felghana. I was going to say Ease Two. I think that's a no. I think it's a remake of Ease Three, is what that was. And that was a fun game. Vampire Survivors, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Super Metroid was my replay. Or no, 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 I had never played it. Never mind. It was not my replay. Super Metroid, I had never finished, so that's on there. Yeah. Uh, Beat Halo with my son. Uh, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. I played finished, and completed as well. Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival, I finished. Final Fantasy III, I finally finished. (laughs) Um, Tears of the Kingdom, finished that one up. Mega Man X was my replay for the year. I finished Super Mario Run. uh, Faith the Unholy Trinity, although I didn't take any points for that because I picked it up as well. It was a podcast game. Blaster Master Zero Two, uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Oh gosh, another long title here. My Nintendo Picross: The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Finally finished that one. Mario Kart DS, Fez, and Halo Two. So I think that's actually twenty-one because uh, I didn't add Halo Two to that. So that's my list of games that I that I finished, or at least took point or completed, or whatever, and uh, games that I picked up
0: for the year. Yeah, um, yeah. So. You know, just sort of looking at that, um, you know, and I ended up not scoring negative 10 plus, um, Mm -hmm. although, so, and I'm going to go through my acquisitions. So this year I was actually gifted three games and I was a little disgusted um, (laughs) with uh, the first one. I was like, ha 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 ha. Uh, The second one, I was like, what are you doing? And the third (laughs) one was somebody who doesn't even know that the beatdown meta exists. So it's like. Okay. Yeah. I I can only fume Maybe. at them from uh quietly. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm not uh,
1: sure that the beatdown should create in us a a an annoyance of gifts. No, <laughs> no. Uh
0: but so this year and I actually only purchased like legitimately purchased six games like I used okay. personal funds mm-hmm. versus um there was a lot of basically I had sat on some gift cards and uh, some, some points through like PlayStation stars and my PlayStation reward or my Sony reward stuff. So there was like, that was, I was able to pick up a lot of things on basically credit, which counts Hmm. as like gifted type games. Um, Okay. So, um, I ended up acquiring 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 games. And again, three of those were gifted. So I picked up 14, but some of those actually don't count either. So, cause like I repurchased Metroid Prime, but we'll get into that. So I, this year okay. I picked up Rogue Legacy 2 and I bought that primarily okay. for yep. my wife. Um, cause she really liked Rogue Legacy. I do intend to play it. So at you know, and now that the years kind of reset, um, I picked up SMT five because it was on sale, mm-hmm. and you kind of had yeah, put a little bit of bug in my ear, and uh, I picked up Neon White. I used points to get that. Um, okay, that was like one of those ones that I had PlayStation like the Stars Rewards points,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: so I redeemed those to get Neon White. I did just flat out purchase uh, the Legend of Dragoon came out, and it was like one of those okay. PS one games for uh, that they you know, slotted in. So then, and we come up to the first gift. Uh, Porcho gave me soccer player simulator on steam. To which point I was like, haha, this is funny. Uh, you know, like let's, let's, let's laugh at this. Cause it's a weird yeah. physics based soccer. Totally simulator. up your alley. Yeah. Yeah. Super Definitely. up my alley. Uh, we come to the, the first, uh, I bought the Metroid prime remaster, um, but that Kay. doesn't really count against my score because I already own it. Um, on We, which that's a bit of a news. I didn't put that in there. I thought my Wii U was busted. It works. Mm-hmm. It works. Nice. I was like, we plugged nice. it in. And I was like, oh, this is great. Um, so we're kind of stoked about that. Um, mm. Then uh, I was gifted uh, by by my buddy Craig the game Seven Days to Die, um, okay. which I'm supposed to play with him at some point in time. But oh, cool.
2: Huh. I,
0: I never hear from him. So, you know. He gave me a game that I'm supposed to play with him. And then he uh, <laughs> kind of dipped out. The intention um, is there. So yeah. here's here's the one where we get a little, like this year I did use, um, and I went back to, and I double checked, like I went back to the episode where I talked about getting this game. And I just wanted to double check, but Diablo 4 came out this year. Mm-hmm. I used the last really, um, some of the last bit of like my credit um that i like christmas money birthday money kind of stuff that i was sitting on to pick okay. up Diablo 4 and i did play that so there is a, a like there's a plus one for acquiring it because it was technically a gift you know kind of thing but um okay second second or the third gift of this year was um AER air um mm-hmm. from he who shall not be named um uh i did purchase flat out uh final fantasy 16 i picked up remnant 2 uh i did repurchase uh final fantasy 6 i got the that digital pixel edition okay. or whatever yeah. um i picked up dredge i was talking to logan sharp and he was like this is like my favorite indie thing that i've played yeah. all year and mm-hmm. it's it's the old gods meet fishing simulator which <laughs> that is mm. that is right up my alley yeah. Um, yeah. Spider Man Two. That was a, a, just a straight acquisition. Um, I bought the Grandia HD collection when it went on sale yep. not too long ago. Nice. I picked up Super Mario Brothers Wonder from Megan primarily, and then uh, based on his recent, most recent episode and Nothing New Under the Porch, I did pick up Death Road to Canada for five bucks. Cool. Um, so that ends up when that all gets tallied up, uh, leaves me with a uh, a plus fifteen. Um. Okay. So, as far as things I beat this year, uh I did play through Witch Queen, I beat the campaign on which the Witch Queen's uh DLC for Destiny 2. Okay. Um I played Super Metroid and beat Super Metroid for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I beat the Lightfall campaign on Destiny 2. Um I used my replay point for Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Okay. Um I got the platinum on unpacking. So that's a negative two. Um, I played through inscription, did not complete that, did not platinum or 100% it, but played through it. There's a mm-hmm. negative one, uh, Valkyrie Elysium negative one. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through and I, uh, beat and completed the base game for ghost of Tsushima. So there's a negative two, nice. uh, then the Iki Island I beat and hundred uh, percent of that. So there's another negative two. Um, one of the games that we both picked up and then played for the podcast, you know, just an honorable mention. There's no points either way, um, Mm -hmm. because it's a podcast game, but, uh, faith, the unholy Trinity did get on the, is on the list there. Um, legend of Zelda Majora's mask is the first time I've ever just straight up abandoned a game. (laughs) Uh, you know, I tried to go back to that several times and it just was not working for me. Yeah. Uh, so take a negative point for that. Diablo four beat the story on that. Um, Negative one there. Uh, okay. And within the last week or two, I have just, I was on a bit of a tear. Um, I sat down and I beat and platinum sea of stars, mm-hmm. um, which that game is excellent, dude. Um, yeah. The the only, and I'm, I'm trying to move through this pretty quickly, but the only sort of like foible that I like, the only kind of like, eh, is mm-hmm. that it it's a little slow in the beginning. I'd say like the first four hours to five hours, kind of like Mm -hmm. it gets a little like, all right, but then once the game really gets cooking and Mm -hmm. it moves along at a really great clip, um, it's it's a fantastic game. It's one of my favorite things. I played this last year. Um, God of War: The Ragnarok Valhalla DLC uh, Mm -hmm. came out for free. I checked it out and I ended up beating and getting the hundred percent on that. So there's another negative two. Um, it was not long. Um, okay. yeah, I might have put eight, 10 hours in it total over the okay. last couple of weeks. Um, it was it was good though. It's substantial. Like, and, yeah. and again, I just reiterate, I think I'm not the only person who's been saying this, but I definitely think they would have been justified in charging like 20 bucks for this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that they gave it away for free um, and it does a nice job of really tying the old God of War stuff with the new God of War uh, duology. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just actually last night, um, you know, sort of, I sat down and, uh, one of our patrons, uh, uh, Isaac, AKA Sojourner had mentioned Mm -hmm. that he played through Abzu. And I was like, I think I have that game. It's like, it's, it's kind of short journey ish. And, uh, it was in my backlog. So I pulled it out. I played it last night and, or I played it over the space of a couple of days, but it, Mm -hmm. I might've played it for a couple hours yeah and just sort of ran through the storyline and so there's a negative one that and then uh my final sort of entry is like i have made the decision that i am never going back to marvel snap i don't care okay like i'm just done i yeah and so i'm putting that in in as an abandonment um like okay which basically that gives me a negative 20 um for my my beatdown score Mm-hmm. And I played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, sixteen 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, games. So I nice. brought in a little bit more this mm-hmm. year, but the way that I played games, I played them more substantially. Like, yeah. so there was a lot of like yeah. the completion bonus where I was just like going through getting everything. Um, yeah. Nice. And yeah, so uh, I ended up negative five. Which kind of, cool. you know, and it was like it was really in these last couple months that I managed to make that happen. So that was mm-hmm. interesting because yeah. <laughs> I struggled pretty much all year. Sure. And it was mostly just it's the games of service stuff. It's like the gotcha. Destiny Two, it's the Diablo Four seasonal grind. It's was Marvel Snap. Mm-hmm. Um just gobbling up huge amounts of time with very little progress. That gotcha. and I have a one year old. Uh, so well-
1: Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a part of it, you know, is, is I reflect back on the games that I played as well. Um, definitely it's been a weird year. So, so there is that. Uh, but also I I think for me, the reason that I came out negative, the reason I actually hit my goal is because I really limited my purchases, uh, Mm. which is, which is a really nice way of like, I think that's, that's, how the beatdown helps me is uh, it, it helps me not to just accumulate a ton of games. And then on top of that, um, just as I look back on kind of the, the bumps in the road throughout the year is definitely Tears of the Kingdom. You know, I spent a few months just pretty much mm-hmm. exclusively playing that. And so that took a long time. Don't get many points for that. You know, I took two positive points and got a negative point. So overall, I got a positive point for that one. So I would have done better. However, I do see as I, as I track my games pretty much after that game, it was all small games. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was intentional because I had played, you know, this huge Epic. Um, I was able to just focus on shorter games. Sure, part of that's like, oh, for beatdown score reasons. But it also did allow me to finally play through something like Fez that has been on my, um, Mm -hmm. been on my backlogs years and years. That's something that's
0: still sitting on mine. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. It's not, it's, you know, I mentioned it when I, when I finished it. It's not, amazing but it's really well done like it is it is what you expect it to be a nice little puzzle platformer that kind of bends your brain in a few different ways that that's pretty cool a little bit of its time not quite all the quality of life things that i'd like to see in it but it's a good time like i would definitely recommend it one of the best like early indie games totally get it high production value for what it is Mm -hmm. um enjoy it a lot so i'm really glad that i played it and i i you know, actually knocked it off my backlog. So yeah, just, just as I reflect, sure. And, and that's probably how it's going to be this next year. Um, we can and, look into the future too, if we want to wait for that.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and just to sort of like riff off of that for just a minute here, mm-hmm. um, is that honestly, I think, you know, there, there has been a lot of discussion about like in the beatdown channel about, rules and and there are going to be some adjustments you and uh Mm -hmm. john and i are sort of like talking behind the scenes um we haven't finalized the 24 uh the 2024 rule list yet i don't think there's going to be too many major changes i think there there's one or two smaller adjustments um but you know some of the things that have been brought up it's like you know one of the things to like i only bought out of like my own pocket with my own money, six games this year, mm-hmm. Um, which that's really good for me. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, it's like, yeah. normally I just, I just buy, but it's like, I was a little more savvy. I use like gift money and, you know, like the points rewards programs and things like that. Sure. Um, So there was that, but then I think too, it's, it's like you said, it's like, I did a lot of like big energy games this year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what was really kind of nice is actually sitting down with something like Abzu, which I was like, oh, this is like a really compelling like little loop. I'm um, toying around with going back and doing the completion on it um, okay. just because there is that part of me that like, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like I could spend a little more time. Sure. Um, but I've also got some other like smaller burns that I kind of want to chew through as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that that rhythm of having like, there's like big energy games and then there's like a bunch of smaller stuff. That mm-hmm. like, you know, the, 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 eight, 10, 12 hour burns where it's like, and it, well, with Abzu, it was like a two hour burn. it was yeah. like, I, I played it for a couple hours and I was like, oh, this is like a cool little idea. Move on. Um, right. Right. Yeah. I appreciate that.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I really,
0: and I, and I think, uh, you know, for some of the concerns that have been brought up, you know, I would just say like, hey, tr- check out smaller stuff that's been sitting in your backlog for a while yeah um but yeah. and well, there will be i think uh you know i haven't run all the details but i think we're either going to do like a, a mutual bite size or if if we can get john on i'd love to do just do an episode mm-hmm. sort of like going down and talking about the new rules and mm-hmm. the philosophy behind the beat down um he's a dad too right and he's right. he's a busy guy um but I, i've been meaning to put a bug in his ear and if we can get like some time to do that with him i'd love mm-hmm. to have him on there because i think like too and we've had some really good um commentary just yeah n- discussion about yeah. the just what the beatdown is what it isn't etc mm-hmm. um so m- moving along yeah i i feel pretty good about my year i was a little nervous mm-hmm. um and you know that that's the other thing is like we talk about like in versus out like the thing is like i was gifted three games and there's yeah. a part where the beat down I'm like, uh, you know, but right. you know, technically my input for this year, like the things that I got for myself mm-hmm. was much lower than it yeah. has been in years past. So I technically only brought in some. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> nice. Anyways, nice. Um it's it, you know, it's it's there, there's some irony in being the a, a, a co-host of a podcast that's about beating down your backlogs and just constantly adding to the pile. There's right. there's something in there, right. like you know, yeah. Um, but yeah. moving yeah. along here, um, yeah, you know, let's take a minute here, and it, I think it's it's the the time to just talk about some plugs uh so okay. you know we just got done talking a fairly in-depth conversation about the beatdown and obviously if you guys are listening to this you know what the beatdown is it's the meta that we run all year and you know what's coming next It's we're going to talk for a second about gg and gg is a letterbox style app uh for your game collection uh it's built by our friend charles watson and he's mm-hmm. been doing this for a number of years and he's constantly sort of like tweaking and iterating and adding features um you they're obviously like they're custom lists uh, that you can create. And that's actually how we do all the scoring. We have a list of acquisitions, a list of games that we've beaten. Um, so you can do all sorts of like, I've seen the one, the, the list that I'm, I'm going to sit down and want to do just for my own sort of like, you know, just my own giggles. My own pleasure here is a list of games featuring nothing but grappling hooks and hook shots. <laughs> nice. um, uh, and I'm going to rank that. It's like, okay. these are the best these are the worst grappling hooks. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, you can do custom lists. You can rate and review games. Uh, so you can just sort of rate a game, but then if you want to go a little bit, you know, sort of like into the weeds, you can actually write a little bit of a review for every game that you've played. Technically Mm -hmm. you could write rate and review games you haven't played, but that's a little disingenuous. And I'm like, that kind of defeats the purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. but if you like what he's doing over there, you can, and you can check out that whole kit for free 99. Like the, the app is free to download. Um, and you have a fully, you know, you know, a fully fleshed out product there, right. For, for nothing. But if Mm -hmm. you like what he's doing and you sort of want to get a little bit more involved for five bucks a month or 50 bucks a year, you get access to the elite program. And with the elite program, you get early builds and you have more, more access to Charles through a unique role in his discord server. Um, Mm -hmm. So, we, I think, full disclosure, we're both uh, in the elite tier. Um, So, we that just lets you know that we think this product is worthwhile. Um, So, another thing you can throw money at, um, and literally don't throw money. I mean, paper bills is like okay, I guess, but um, it probably won't reach us. Probably won't reach us. We're pretty far away, but But,
1: (laughs) digital currency.
0: Yes. Is available. <laughs> um, we have a Patreon and uh, we want you to think of it as a bit of a tip jar. Um, and just like with Charles, if you like what we're doing here and you wanna go a little bit above and beyond, you've done the sharing, you've done the caring, like you've told all all your friends, all pe- all the people who might be interested, your dentist maybe mm-hmm. um, in in, in this like sort of little niche podcast that we've got going on here, uh, for any amount really, uh, a month you can be a part of our patreon mm-hmm. and uh basically there uh some of the tips there and it's, it's a tip jar that comes with tips it's not just like you know you get the the job of or the satisfaction of knowing that you've you've helped out some of your favorite content creators it's more mm-hmm. of the, there's actually perks um so mm-hmm. you get early and uncut access to each and every episode um a, as well as a video feed to each episode uh, you get a special role in our discord server which Includes basically more access to us, mm-hmm. um, and then each and every one of our our patrons can pick a game or a topic for us to do an episode on. Yeah,
1: um, and we'll talk so, more about that later because we have some picked we out. We have for this some next of those, year, which is fun.
0: Um, yeah, and you know, just a, as a you know, we don't do this all the time, but as a, a as a quick sort of shout out uh, to our our patrons. You know, I just want to say thank you to you guys. Um, that includes Micah Gear Solid, Wes the Henshin Dad, Paul the Techno Funk Boy, Trash Turkey, Dorian, All Your basement Are Belong to Us, The, the Judge, Eric Bryant, a Big Chill, a, a.k.a. Uh, Alex Castellanos, Porcho, Spike, uh, also known as The Other Nate. The uh, alternate, ma- yeah. The Alternate. Mm-hmm. Bleh, I hate it. Um, <laughs> uh, 11 and a half minute mark, and uh, Sojourner. Uh, are all, uh, patrons of ours. And we, uh, we're just, we're absolutely Thank tickled. And we, yeah. Thanks guys uh, for mm. sort awesome. of hopping in, the, hopping in and hanging out. Mm-hmm. And um, a few
1: of those guys that are our uh, patrons, funny enough, all of them are also have podcasts of their own and they are a part of the network that we are associated with, the Playwell Network where we uh, try and dig a little bit deeper into the the forms of recreation that we enjoy. Um, a few of those uh, people, Paul, the techno-funk boy, Lytle, has a number of different podcasts, but one uh, that's in the Playwell Network is the Thorns of War, which is a Dragonlance podcast, uh, an actual play podcast. You can check that out. Wes has The Henshin Dad podcast is an older podcast that hasn't updated in a while, but his current podcast is The Retro Nim. Often that's about video games and other kinds of retro things that he likes to talk about, and that's always a good time. I enjoy listening to it. Mm -hmm. He just did an episode about games that he played over this previous year in 2023, which is a lot of fun. And then also Nick Porch Porcho has Nothing New Under the Porch where he talks about, again, primarily video games, but sometimes things surrounding that. Sometimes it's just a topic that he's going through in life that he wants to share, he wants to talk about, and how uh, God has been teaching him different things through that as well. So uh, go check those out. Go to playwellnetwork.com, and you can check all of them out. Um, and actually, the, just to hear a little bit more from one of them, uh, we've, we've got a word from
2: one of them. Yeah. Are you sick of listening to A-grade podcasts and want to settle for something less? Then why don't you give Nothing New Under the Porch a try? Do you need someone to go further into the values of Mario Kart 64? Then listen to my takes on video games that have been talked about before by more interesting people. I dive into games I've played to try and find any potential theological and moral lessons buried within them. What? I also do a Hot Topic every episode! There are also satirical articles read out with cringe-inducing voice acting. Here's what loyal friends and family have to say about it. Hey, did you want to listen to my podcast? Just leave me alone. Wow, it sounds like my wife will love it. Hey, it's my son Atticus. Will you listen to it? (coughs) Dorian, what do you think my podcast is like? It's like Joe Rogan. No, it's not. Well, Wes, what's it done for you? Thanks, Nick. It helps me get to sleep better. Huh. It's even changing lives. Alrighty. First episode will be dropping soon. After that, tune in every fortnight, like the social media stuff, and get the updates. Goodbye. And we're back.
0: Alright, so the, the, the first part of the episode is pretty top-heavy maybe i i honestly don't know if this will take that long because we've got a few things to sort of wrap up and some of what we were going to talk about in this section we already hit like we we talked a a lot about like just our we kind of went into detail about our beatdown stuff Mm -hmm. but something we did for the first time this year uh we opened up a fantasy critic league yeah Um, and so i thought it would be uh apropos
1: us yeah oh there you go apropos i like that word as Um,
0: well. to basically and and you know it was kind of like pretty low-key there was some trash talking this was Mm -hmm. not nearly as spicy as the dear critics league that you and i are both in right uh, which is okay which Mm -hmm. is okay (laughs) um but
1: uh Yeah, I'll I'll say it. I'll say it. I have I've had some discussions with with at least one other person in the league as well. I have not been a part of the league as much as is, you know, just participated as much Mm -hmm. as I want to. Again, part of that is due to just the very strange year that I've had. I do want to be more involved moving forward. It, It just so many things have gotten away from me this year because it's been so strange, you know, moving across the country and all that. So I'm looking forward to a little bit more participation next year, I will say. Uh, this is, a, that's part of it, but, but we did have a good time, you know, picking yeah. up found some games I never would have thought about. So,
0: yeah. So, um, now let's just like one, thanks to everybody who participated. Yes. Um, you yeah, know, it, it was a good time. Yeah. It was, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. <laughs> um, but let's just start with the bottom and, you know, in a way it's like each and every person that gets read off is a winner. Uh, even though one of them is more of a winner than everybody else, mm-hmm. but you're, you're a all winner for
1: participating.
0: You you get like if we gave out trophies, you would probably get a participation <laughs> trophy. But we don't do that because we're not sissies. Um, but at at the bottom, uh, it's it's our our friend and patron Sojourner with mm-hmm. Wow this, um, his his publishing company. He uh, he did not have a great year. That's all I'm going to say. Is wow, clearly uh he but he just got bit um by Mm -hmm. a few things but uh he was uh, at ninth at the bottom but again he's still a winner you're still a winner in my book wow this Um, wow this um spike with no pun nintendo games uh love that uh came in at eight um Mm -hmm. and i guess i'll say the scores uh sojourner came in with 14.32 points he just had Mm -hmm. a lot of whiffs um uh sojourner or uh spike uh at in eighth place with 36.3 yep um the super llama uh with super llama games uh ended the year at 39.63 and seventh mm-hmm. uh this guy wow uh just absolute legend but just mm-hmm. miserable year Nate unfortunately bottom McKee. half of the
1: bottom half of the line. oh
0: yeah. just bottom half uh <laughs> just <laughs> Uh, with at sweat, my my studio at sweaty casual games, uh, ended up finishing the year at 43.85 in sixth Mm -hmm. place. The Henshin dad, with his trash taste, actually Mm -hmm. just uh, eking out, just just squeezing it out, which irritates me because he also drafted a game that I Mm -hmm. like listen uh, yeah anyways we're he not.
1: swung for the fences though he he uh he foresaw super mario wonder coming out and yeah and he had picked that early on so so well done well, well done, done in swinging for the fences sometimes uh, it, it got you it got you exactly in the middle of the pile
0: so. yeah um yeah 44.86 points uh mm-hmm. wes the henshin dad in fifth place uh nick Uh, porch, uh, with on your porch gaming, uh, and this is a fairly substantial jump, uh, Mm -hmm. 60.83 in the fourth place, and uh, then you came in third this year, um, with new games plus at 70.1 points. Uh, Micah with Doug's Fest Digital did pretty well, uh, again, like 87.63 points with the second, and Big Chill just brutalizing everyone this year, just. I mean, by a, an almost fifty-point lead, mm-hmm. or forty points, uh, rather. M- math yes, is math. Math is hard. One hundred twenty-six point five eight points. Wow. for the year for his season. Um, Way to go! So he just, Alex. It's. I'm not surprised that you just. uh, You know how to pick him. You, you know how, you know to, how pick to pick him.
1: him. Well, uh, well done, sir. Well done. So that yeah, that's our our critics' league for this year—the league of mediocre Rotato chaps. That mm-hmm. was a lot of fun, and now it makes me want some chips, we want something salty. Uh, but but that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, looking forward to next year. We've got as to well.
0: suss out the details for mm-hmm. when we're going to do our draft night, and uh, I think that we've talked about a potential rule change. But um, yeah. yeah, so now that we've given Alex. Go his award for being like the best of the best, the creme de la creme and well mm-hmm. done, sir. Um, y- you know, yeah, well done. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, you did good. It reminds me, uh, it reminds me a little bit of, of a time when I had another friend, um, my friend Tai. He came in first in the Beijing marathon five years ago, um, but it's weird because he still hasn't been awarded a gold medal. China refuses to acknowledge that Tai
0: won. I hate it. <laughs> so well done, Alex. I hate that. That's <laughs> terrible. Um, speaking of terrible, uh, let's let's get into our personal end of the year awards.
1: Ah, yes, we we've made so the backlog breakdown has their official award season is upon us. Uh, we're taking a look back at the, at some of the best, some of the worst, and just some of the most outrageous things that have happened this this past year, and we would like. To give some awards out, you know, Keeley has his awards mm-hmm. backlog breakdown. Now we have our awards, super official video game awards that we've got given out. So uh, we we can just go back and forth. We all have, yeah. We've got a bunch of awards to give. We've out. got Nate. we've got
0: a got a handful here. So mm-hmm. uh, why don't you kick us off with one of yours?
1: Okay, so uh, well, the 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 title of this one's a little spicy. So I'll, I'll wait for that. Um, th- so you know what, uh, the biggest, the baddest. The, the the award that, that I will give out first is the best DLC award. And that one, clearly, it has to go to Tears of the Kingdom. That is the best DLC to come out this year. So uh it was my favorite, spent a lot of time with it. Fantastic DLC. Way to go, Tears of the Kingdom.
0: Yeah. Um that's I, I that is a bit of a, a bold take. Um you know, considering that Nintendo considers that to be a fully fledged game, mm-hmm. um, I don't. I, I don't know.
1: I, it was odd. I spent seventy dollars on on a DLC. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's. But it I was mean,
1: fantastic. I
0: loved it. If we want to talk about, um, you know, just uh, incredibly overpriced and disappointing DLC, uh, <laughs> one of my awards goes to uh, Destiny Two this year. Um, okay. For having simultaneously the best and worst DLC I played (laughs) this Ah. year, Um, the Witch Queen, which is an older piece of DLC, was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Loved it, like really kind of like cemented uh, Destiny Two as being something I was really into. Um, And then I played the next piece of DLC, Lightfall, which was just um, a fall from grace. uh, It was it was like super mediocre. Mm. Um, in the sense that like the, the power suite was really good. It had, it was an interesting environment, but the story and all the hooks, I was just like, eh, kind of yeah. like, so what, I, what I'm calling, uh, the award is like destiny Two. um, uh, you get the, so that was a thing award, mm. um, mm-hmm. you know, for having simultaneously the best and the worst, uh, DLC I've nice. ever played. Uh, that's a, that's and, a good and, award.
1: The thing the the, the thing was a that's thing that's a that's award. a thing. A thing that exists award. That exists. Congratulations. <laughs> there you go. Um <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, next up, my my award is for the most video game. And that is it, that certainly has to go to vampire survivors. Well done at being the most video game that I that I played this year. It is the most gamey game that ever video gamed in 2023 was definitely Vampire Survivors. The flashing colors, the, the, the numbers going up, you know, if it was a money machine, it would be going burr all day long. Uh, DLC, DLC pumped into this thing, only $5. It is definitely the most video game of
0: 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. well, <laughs> why don't I move? Uh, that's, that's an interesting take. Um, I, I I've I've wrestled with what to call this one, uh, this mm-hmm. particular award. I, I I knew when I played it um, that I wanted to give it some sort of award. Okay. Um but uh, you, you know, go uh, this year, uh, Ghost of Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played for the first time this year, and it's a few years old at this point. But it's like uh, this is the best Ubisoft game that Ubisoft didn't make award. Mm. Um, this mm-hmm. is the best Assassin's Creed game that Ubisoft never made. Uh it's gotcha. like I it, it, I think what I'm going to call this is Ubisoft take notes. Um, congratulations to mm-hmm. Ghost to Tsushima. You know, um Sony uh, you guys get the the Ubisoft take notes nice uh, award. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's good. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna go for that one that I said was a little spicy in the title, but I'll just I'll just drop it here. This is the Bat Out of Hell award because it is a game that not only came out of nowhere for me, but it is definitely one of the most hellish experiences that I've ever gone through playing a video game, and that goes to Faith the Unholy Trinity, uh, not because it is the most grotesque. Or, or even necessarily the most demonic game that I've ever played. however, it is the most um, true to life <laughs> demonic game yeah. that I've ever played. And, and again, it came out of nowhere. and I think you know, we talked about it last year on our top 100 list. This is definitely one to play. so I, I think well it's a great game, but it also like where did this thing this, this is amazing that it, that it came from and, and how it does what it does. We talked about it. Go listen to the episode, but faith you win the bat out of hell award
0: you know and i think faith is going to walk away with multiple awards um, Ooh, because okay. i almost gave it the the thanks i hate it um but <laughs> yeah. it, it, it just it <laughs> actually just swept the this is nightmare fuel category yes um mm-hmm. so for me yeah it was like uh, oh you know this uh it, it's nightmare fuel like this yes. this game uh especially the time of year that we played it i was like oh oh boy um mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a heck of a game but yeah you're right we we did an episode on it um so moving along i guess since we doubled up on that i'll i'll take my my next uh sort of swing is mm-hmm. like i'm calling this is i knew you were gonna like you know you had me at hello mm-hmm. is is what mm-hmm. i'm calling this one and that goes out to sea of stars it's a this ah. game that i knew that i was gonna like uh, like but I more than liked it. This is honestly uh been one of my favorite experiences. Uh it it does this neat awesome. trick of like you just it just from s- stem to stern. It's just mm-hmm. one of my favorite things I played this year. Uh it's an absolute love letter to the the 90s style JRPG turn-based RPG kind of game. Um lots of Chrono Trigger DNA in there, uh but it's it's got it's, it's just fantastic. So mm-hmm. just like, you know, the you had me at hello, Sea of Stars, you had me at hello. Nice, nice. That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: That's one I want to want to get into eventually for sure. Uh, this next award, yeah, taking a little bit more of a serious turn. I'm glad you had me at hello. That's, that's a good kind of setup for this one. This is actually the Cultural Education Award for me in the games that I played this past year. And that one has to go to the game with the Japanese title, Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival. So this wins the cultural education award, not because it's weeb trash, but because it introduced me to a number of Japanese and Korean bands that I'm actually still listening to because the music in this game is actually good. It's not just, it's not just fun and sugary like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually listening to music by bands when I have no idea what they're actually saying. <laughs> um and that includes some bands like uh, uh twice and blackpink those are fun bands but in particular there's a band called uh, uh official hige Dondaism or higedon is what they go by also it means like a official uh a really big mustache or something like that like it's 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 a play on words it's it's funny but uh this past week i've been listening to their album traveler so if you have any kind of streaming service uh traveler by higedon fantastic album. There's one or two songs that are just okay, but man, they they can play their instruments. The singer has a silky smooth voice. Again, I have no idea what he's singing about, but really good. They have a horn section in some songs. They're fun, but they're also jazzy. Like They they actually seem like they know what they're doing in their instruments. It's not just a Hmm. boy band. So For all of that, for introducing me and my family to these bands, to music that we listen to in other languages, Cultural Education Award goes to Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival?
0: Um, hmm. Well, this one is not nearly that much fun. This is the... Uh, it's not you, it's me award. Mm, and it goes okay. to Marvel Snap. Uh, ah. Just a, a game that... I think it's absolutely fantastic, but does something terrible to me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, which uh, it was almost the the I just can't quit you award, but I did quit <laughs> it. Um, I love all these cliches. Uh, you had me at hello. I just can't quit you.
1: It's not you, it's me. <laughs> this it I love was it.
0: also in a, a the strong running for the Britney Spears Toxic <laughs> Award. <laughs> Um, oh, no. but, uh, I, I really, I really felt like, uh, the, it's not you, it's me, uh, award should go nice. to Marvel snap this year.
1: That's good. That's good. That's awesome. Um, next up for me, and it's, it's somewhat sim, not quite similar, but, but along the same lines is this award is the, my eyes are too big for my stomach award. And you'd think that it would go to tears of the kingdom, but I did actually end up finishing that, but that goes to Elden ring that I started this year. Um, it just seems to get bigger and more expansive the more that I play it. The way that they reveal the map to you does that. Um, and and it is just, like, it's almost too much. I love Dark Souls games, and, and I'm really enjoying this game, don't get me wrong. I just haven't played it in a while, and so now it's like, oh, I need to go back to it and get into it again. I need to find time to play it because you really have to focus on this game. So it's a fantastic game. But for me in 2023, my eyes were way too big for my stomach. Well done, Elden Ring.
0: Mm, mm yeah um i'm 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 kind of like running to the the bottom of like mm-hmm. th- just mm-hmm. like this year's uh awards and then i have got a couple you know future sort of oriented awards nice but uh i i did want to give a shout out to uh you know uh there there was it it almost came in like you know i've already given an award to to destiny two for its d l c but mm. uh, the DLC I didn't know I needed, like it's a, mm. or, I, you know, and it's really uh, the God of War Ragnarok Valhalla, which also okay. is like almost got the well, that's a mouthful award. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's it's really just kind of like a, it's this really interesting piece of DLC that uh, Sony Santa Monica just sort of dropped in our laps. And mm-hmm. I think if you like God of War twenty eighteen, if you like God of War uh, Ragnarok this is a really substantial piece of content. And it, mm-hmm. it, again, I think they would just be justified in charging uh, like 20 bucks for it, but they give it away for free. And it's nice. uh, it's pretty, pretty great. So that's cool. That, that title actually
1: reminds me, if you don't mind me chasing a mm-hmm. rabbit, just really quick. It reminds me of somewhere here in Iowa, we were driving out to another city, uh, my wife and I, well, the whole family. And we look over at the strip mall and there's this big restaurant and it's a Mexican restaurant and it's called nachos tequila. And I just thought it was hilarious. I I turned to Samantha and I'm like, "Really? Did, did they just like pick two Spanish words out of a hat like nachos, tequila, like that white people would understand? Like, how did they come up with that? I think that's hilarious. And I feel that that's kind of similar with God of War: Ragnarok, Valhalla. It's just like, hey, let's let's pull some uh, Norse mythology words that people might know and just, and just run them all there. together. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and I get one's a subtitle. It makes sense. But yeah. That, well, that's funny, a mouthful. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah. Pick names out of a hat award. Okay, so so those were all my awards for games that I've I've played um, over this past year. But 2023 was a year of th- that a number of things happened, and so I still have some awards to give out to games to companies in general um, that did some pretty substantial things, whether for for good or for ill. And the first one that I have, th- see th- this category. It's the uh, Nobody Loves Me Award. This category could have gone to a number of different games because there have been a lot of really good games that have come out and then within a week or two another really good game comes out and so you totally forget about it. But one game that was shadow dropped that everyone loved for about three days um, that since no one talks about it all, the Nobody Loves Me Award goes to Hi-Fi
0: Rush. Mm. In 2023,
1: do you remember that game? That was last year. I, I yeah, do. It wasn't just you know. It, it I played it
0: up. for. I played it for a There's little bit, thing. and like I kind of bounced There's off of it. Yeah. um it's See, one. You of those didn't thing. love it
1: either. Nobody I, loved it. I
0: did not love it. A lot of well, that's the thing. A lot of people loved it for like three days, and yeah. then they were like, Whoop. and then they forget about it.
1: Yeah, that's not love, Nate. That's yeah. not love.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm um. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But that's that's my
1: nobody loves me award. It goes to Hi Fi Rush.
0: Um. I have a three-way tie, and okay. it's kind of interesting because two of these are remakes, and one of these is a sequel, um, but it, I'm calling this going back to the basics, um, mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's a, a, a little bit of a, a misnomer in the sense that like, I think uh, this year we got a remake of Resident Evil 4, a remake of Dead Space, and the sequel to Alan Wake. And for me, those are the three franchises mm. that got me into survival horror. Like those 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 titles specifically, Resident Evil yeah. Four and Dead Space, like just drove me into that. And while Alan Wake isn't really a survival horror game, it kind of was adjacent to that. Yeah, for sure. And so the fact that this year, 2023, was the year where I got a sequel or a reboot of like basically three of my favorite games of all time.
2: Mm -hmm. I was like,
0: yeah, it's like, you know, I I almost called this something else, but that's, that's going to, to, but those are three (laughs) games that came out in the last year that I am just like, like, you know, just like you're, you're taking me back to, back to school, back to the basics.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And actually I have, uh, I have an award here that has three games in it as well. Um, and it's of, it's because of the, their, um, their excellence of a very different kind that I will just leave out here. This is the Disney Award um, presented by Kathleen Kennedy, the Disney Award of Excellence. And this one actually goes to the, the whole, uh, I guess, publisher company. It goes to Sony um, for putting out such excellent titles like uh, for their, their, their uh, reimagining of Aloy in Horizon 2. Uh, for, for Spoken, which I know is not necessarily Sony title, but it only came out on Sony. And for Mary Jane in Spider-Man 2. So well done. You get the Disney Award of Excellence presented by Kathleen
0: Kennedy. Um, you know what? Spider-Man 2 is also getting uh, a nod in, in a completely okay. different mm-hmm. category, nice. which I, th- I feel is maybe not as prestigious, but mm-hmm. uh, it's like, you get me you just get me Uh, for the Mm. game that is probably going to have the most grappling hooks and the best grappling hooks Ah, of all time. There you uh, go. It gets me. It just really gets me. I like it. I like it.
1: Got the best grappling hooks. I love it. Um, So the next, the next award, this one also goes to a company. Not not to a game in specific, but this is uh, the get in my belly award, and this definitely it has to go to Microsoft for purchasing every other gaming company in existence in 2023.
0: Yeah, that's that's, that's fair. I think that's I think that's a, a really great. Um, you know, I I think they'd be really happy uh, mm-hmm. with that. Um, yeah,
1: you know, I was gonna call it a, a different award. The person who says that get in my belly, um, that might you know encapsulate. <laughs> Microsoft a little bit better, but you know, I decided this is a family friend.
0: I mean, if they maybe continue the trajectory, though, we could just Mm -hmm. give it, call it the Black Hole Award, where their goal is to just absorb everything, (laughs) everything that they haven't yet. Yeah. Um, Love it. But for me, there are two games coming out this year and they'll be very Mm -hmm. similar. Uh, The one is like, I just can't wait. I just can't ha- can't hardly wait. Um mm. which is Hades 2, uh early access is coming okay. this year. Okay. Um and so Hades 2, uh even in early access, you are definitely getting the can't ha- hardly wait uh, award. Mm. But I think the the one that just uh the, the the most prestigious award that I can give this year. Uh everything else is uh but it's the the wish you were here award and mm-hmm. that goes to Silk Song, uh which Yeah. like Yeah. It has to. It has to be this year. It has to. I, well <laughs> done, Silk
1: Song, for winning this award five years in a row. I mean, this, <laughs> this is just amazing. I I can't believe you, it's another clean
0: sweep for this award. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh <laughs> It's just one of these things where it's just you keep. I mean, Team Cherry, you've done a heck of a job in just sort of stringing me along for basically the last five years. And it would have been, it was actually, I have it as a runner-up
1: of my first uh, award, the runner-up to the best DLC award. It just didn't release this year. So I wish you were here so that you could win that prestigious best DLC award. But unfortunately, Tears of the Kingdom beat you to the punch. So I have one final award. Do you have more than that Uh, final award to give?
0: You know, I think that my final award is just goes to the year of 2023. Mm. It's like, I don't know how you fit all that in there. Yeah. Um, You know, it's like no room in the boot kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, I like it. Just for being a year, just jammed full of just, title after title where it's like, and so many great games came out, but so many games just like kind of just flew totally under the radar. Yeah. Um, Yeah. it just, yeah. So that's,
1: yeah, no, that's great. And, and speaking of everything that happened in 2023, how much, uh, how much of a big year it was, it was a big year for great games. It was also a big year for games that were not so great and and this award, because it was such a big year, this is actually an eight-way tie for this award. I could not I could not choose a winner for this, but this is the Nocturnal Bowel Movement Award. And it goes to it's it's an eight-way tie between Redfall, Skull Island Kong, Crime Boss Rock A City, Lord of the Rings Gollum, The Day Before, Modern Warfare Three, Forspoken, and
0: Overwatch Two. Well done. Well, done. I don't know, With man. I mean bowel movements. I, I think like the the difference is that some of those things are actually playable whether mm, or not you want to play true. them. Well, a few of those things are just, well, unplayable. Like <laughs> you literally cannot play them. Um Yeah.
1: Yeah. The day before has gone, you know, by the wayside. That that's true. That's true. But all of them certainly win an award for their nocturnal bowel movements. So yeah, uh, that's yeah. what the award is for
0: and uh well, that being said I, I you know what this year a really kind of fun uh awards awards season uh it's just uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm i am I, I you know please don't get a hold of us because we won't be sending out any trophies mm-hmm. um but you know to to each and every developer and uh you know studio corporation you know mm-hmm. corporate overlord whatever like yeah. uh well done well done for yeah. making uh the the 2023 backlog breakdown awards yeah
1: yeah and I, I think this award is only these awards are only going to become more prestigious next year we just need to get a stage and some lights um and, and i'm gonna carpet. reach out to yeah and i'm gonna reach out to kojima i'm sure he'll be there too yeah uh, we'll have our own uh awards <laughs> for video games
0: we're gonna rival uh, the keelys
1: yes yeah exactly we'll have our own little 13 year old come up on the stage and and uh award bill clinton be
0: his favorite uh, orthodox jewish rabbi oh man Wow, that's the Best a, Orthodox Jewish Rabbi of 2023. Woo! Oh my. Um, so I, I think that really just kind of leaves, where the heck did I put that? Um You know, kind of the, the only thing left to sort of address is that, and we talked about it a little bit during the plugs, but that each and every year our patrons get to nominate uh, a game or a topic for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. And we do have a couple confirmed- um, nominations I, I need to double That's back and there, there were some that i i didn't have a confirmation on per se and i need okay. to double back and just make sure but going into this next year we do have uh it looks like four confirmed i i well, wanted to check with paul paul i think i know what his is i i think it was brotato but i'm not 100 percent on that um mm-hmm. and i just wanted to check with him but uh spike actually uh, you know, our spike, the alternate, mm-hmm. I, yes. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> um, he wants us to tackle the Talos principle next year. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So that's on our list. Uh, Eleven and a half minute mark is, uh, has nominated the Outer Wilds. And that was actually a carryover from last year. Um, mm-hmm. But that's a game that he wants to, uh, wants us to play and then, uh, you know, talk about, I think with him. Um Wes, uh, this one is kind of been. This one's been pushed back, um, but Persona Three Reloaded was actually. uh, We we were going to talk about Persona Three last year, um, but then when they uh, the the Reloaded announcement was confirmed, we kind of had a little bit of a conversation, and we decided to just go with Reloaded um, in the coming year because this might be the best possible way to experience the game. Last one that I have on on the list here is Porcho. and again, this was a nomination from last year. Um, but he kind of told us he's like, "Hey, take whatever time you need to on this." But we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about uh, tackling Elden Ring, and you you've got. I actually did fire it up. I did not. Okay. Get, the, get very far. I picked a fight with a camp full of knights and got uh, thoroughly stomped. Yes. So yeah, as you do, as as you do. Um. So I I want to do like a little bit of. Uh, noodling around here, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, i there's a whole bunch of stuff on my plate. But yeah, uh, sure. at some point in time, I am going to sort of jump into Elden Ring uh, with both feet and uh, sort of lose myself. Mm-hmm. In the words of Eminem, uh, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But uh, I will that, have mom
1: spaghetti all uh, over me uh, in Elden Ring.
0: <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, there's probably a lot of red, a lot of red. <laughs> yes. Um, As you do, you know, the tarnished, uh, anyways, we're getting into a weird spot, but that's really, uh, as far as just, uh, things to talk about for the end of the year, kind of looking forward, we, we've given off some of the things that we're going to personally try to, to look at. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, uh, I think like there's really only just a couple of forms and then we probably ought to just button this thing up and move along. Um. But I do have a shout out, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't have any questions going into the end of the year, but I do have a shout out. Uh, The one that I would, it's just like somebody who's been kind of a a low key, very cool presence in our, our, our discord for a a few months at this point in time. But Jimicus has been Mm -hmm. posting one. He is always posting interesting food pics. Um, That's right. Yes. Oh, a lot of good food. All that sort of really tasty uh, Japanese, Korean, you know, grub that he is uh, putting down. But he's also been sort of traveling. And mm. it's kind of been a whirlwind thing where he's like hitting like up basically all of Europe. Yeah. In like the space <laughs> yeah. of like a week. Um, but just Crazy. posting a lot of really cool pictures from different, different places in, in Europe, like some Germany, um, Austria, kind of like just. And I, I just think that's cool. Yeah, um, you know, thank you for classing up the 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 uh, breakdown Discord for a little bit mm-hmm. there, Jimicus. So, uh, mm-hmm. well done, sir. You get a shout out.
1: Love it, love it. Uh, my shout out. I, I don't know if we have done this in the past few weeks uh, or if it was on the Twitter or not, but I want to just go ahead and shout out the entire the Reform Gamers podcast. Uh, You know, mm-hmm. it's been going for nine years and now they're winding down. They have one final episode uh, coming out this year. And then that's the, that then they will ride off into the sunset with the podcast, at least for now. Uh, they do have, you know, they still have their communities and stuff going on, but just for all that that's been, you know, mm-hmm. you know, being, a, being able to connect a bunch of different gamers. I know a lot of our audiences come from that we met in the reform gamers. Like yeah. that's, that's how we became friends. So, um uh, it means a lot to yeah. us. Uh, Logan, well done. Uh, Micah love that, you know, your, your presence on the podcast as well. Um, and to, you know, Jonathan and Adam, you're so much fun as well. It's, it's just been a great podcast, um, and had and a great community really, you know, uh, so everything that's come out of that has just been super cool. So, uh, shout out to nine years. Yeah. Well done. You get yeah, your own I mean,
0: award. <laughs> I was, I was going to save that for, oh. for later, but no, oh, uh, no, no really. I mean, oh no, no, I, I was at, at some point in time, I think the, the plan is like, uh, after the last episode airs, uh, I was going to take a minute and just talk, like do a bite-sized on it. But Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's, I, I but could, you're right. You could do no, a different shout out if you want. No, no, no. I think that, I think that is good. And I, <laughs> and I think like, because it's, it's like so much of what TR, like Logan did with TRG, the, the podcast and the Facebook community is really, you know, the, the beatdown was, uh, the beatdown and, you know, by proxy, the breakdown was sort of born out of a lot of that stuff. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, there's, uh, it is very much like a, Hey, you know, well done guys. Um, yeah. sad to see you go, but, uh, Hey, you know, you, you're doing what you need to and mm-hmm. uh, always got to respect that. But that being said, um, this year, just as far as like, uh, personal challenges, I, I don't want to mm-hmm. get too into the weeds. You know, we've talked about journaling and, uh, I, I do want to just make it more of a, a, a regular part of my practice, but also mm-hmm. this year, and I've tried to do this before. And I think I stalled, but uh, Crossway puts out a, a, a reading plan. I have that six yep. volume reader set and they have mm-hmm. a, a reading plan specifically designed around that. And I think uh, nice. this is the year that I'm going to try and just like, I, I don't know quite what my cadence is going to be because mm-hmm. um, there's like a front to back, like Old Testament to like Genesis to Revelation kind of reading plan. I don't really want to do that. What I'd like to do is kind of bounce between the Old and the New Testament. Mm-hmm. A little bit, and so I might do like the Pentateuch and then the Gospels, and but we'll see. Uh, my awesome. goal is to to do that this year uh, is to just read through all of that. Um, how Sweet. about you? Any personal challenges moving forward? Well, it's 2024? funny twenty four.
1: You mentioned reading. Now, of course, yours is better than mine because you you're talking about reading scripture, and that is that should be uh, always kind of the primary uh, reading that we should be doing, that we should be thinking on, that we should be renewing our minds in, right? Um, so, so that's top of the list. So I, I don't want to get it twisted, but I did want to just throw it out there. And again, make fun of me, that's totally fine. Um, but this year I do want to finish Calvin's Institutes. I've said that multiple times in previous years, but for real this time, guys, um, I, I do want to, and I want to track that progress I was going to say throughout the year, but really it shouldn't take me a year. Um, I should just hit the ground running with this. So, uh, yeah, I, I want to finish both volumes that I have, the battle set of Calvin's Institutes. Uh, so that's that's my challenge. Not necessarily in the next two weeks, <laughs> you know, but I want to make some substantial progress and, uh, yeah, go forward with that in the, into the next year of 2024. Uh, and so that was actually our final form. So. Mm uh, that, that means 2023 has come to a close. 2024 is here. We've had a great time. We've talked about some of the best, some of the worst of 2023. If you guys have things you'd like to add, we'd love to hear your gaming experiences over the past year. We'd love to hear if you have any awards to give out. Maybe we can include those in it as an addendum, maybe for a bite size or something like that. But there's tons of ways that you can reach out. And now all of the ways that you can reach out are available to you if you go to linktree.com slash The Backlog You can get all our social media on there, um, or you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We do still have that. Reach out to us personally. All that is available on linktree.com slash The Backlog
0: Yeah. Um- Well, that being said, Josh, we've done the things. uh, You know, hope you guys all had a one. Thank you for hanging out with us in 2023. And we look forward to hanging out with you guys uh, in 2024. That being said, Josh, we've done the things. What should they do? Guys, keep beating down your backlogs and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.
1: Indeed. All the way in 2024.